Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Ohio Unsolved. I'm your host Matthew. In this podcast we'll be discussing unsolved murders, haunted locations and spirits, and creepy cryptids. All topics discussed will take place exclusively in Ohio. My plan is to release an episode every week for six to eight weeks with a week off in between. My goal is to make each episode about a half hour long each and work up to each episode being an hour long. If you have an idea for the podcast that you would like to hear, or if you have a creepy encounter of your own, please reach out to me on the official Ohio Unsolved Facebook group or send me an email to ohio underscore unsolved at yahoo.com. There will be a link in the description. Since this is the very first episode, we will be discussing two different subjects, with future episodes to feature two or three stories and listener stories as well. The first story is about a creepy cryptid located in central Ohio. So stay put, lock your doors and windows, and get ready for Ohio Unsolved. subject that I've chosen as the first episode is a rather creepy cryptid known only as Orange Eyes. Every city and state across the country has what's known as a lover's lane, a lonely stretch of road usually deep in the woods next to a pond or a lake. And there's been sightings of many different cryptids and ghosts reported from all of them. Orange Eyes is no exception. Standing at 11 feet tall, and weighing in at 1,000 pounds, orange eyes would be a terrifying sight to see for even the bravest of cryptid hunters. His body is covered in thick orange fur, and his most prominent feature is his large orange glowing eyes, which have been reported to be seen from miles away. Now you might ask yourself, what does this monster have to do with the local lover's lane? That's one of the main stories told about orange eyes. He will peer into the windows of cars where two lovers are embraced. He's been known to howl with delight at the sight of naked flesh. One of the very first sightings of Orange Eyes was on March 28, 1959. Three teenagers spotted the creature rise from the fog and disappeared just as suddenly on Ruggles Road that runs alongside the Charles Mill Reservoir near Mansfield, Ohio. The creature wasn't reported to have 
been seen again until 1963, when it was spotted by several people in Mansfield. They organized a search party armed with weapons to try to locate the creature, but just like any other creature of myth, they could find no trace of him. Where this monster came from is a mystery to everyone, but people speculate that he was once a docile creature that lived in a tunnel beneath Cleveland's Riverside Cemetery. They believe that it wasn't until a highway construction crew demolished his home in the late 1940s that he was forced to leave and take refuge in the nearby woods. With this new move, he started to have more encounters with humans and that changed his attitude quite a bit. The next reported sighting was April 22, 1968. A group of children spotted the humanoid and chased after him into the woods. Armed with flashlights, baseball bats, and rope, the creature managed to slip away unseen, thankfully for the children. A monster his size is surely a beast to be reckoned with. The final recorded encounter with Orange Eyes took place in June of 1991. Two local fishermen spotted the beast while fishing in Willis Creek. They were horrified by the sight of the creature and unsurprisingly let him slip away without giving chase. Most people that have witnessed this elusive creature all agree that he has many ape-like qualities, but skeptics on the other hand believe him to be nothing more than an old hermit that has nailed two orange bike reflectors to a piece of wood and waves it around in the woods at night to try to scare anyone who would come close to his camp. Whatever the truth may be, if you find yourself on a deserted road near Mansfield, Ohio, be on the lookout for bright orange glowing eyes. Our next story revolves around a local legend that everyone has heard at one point in their life. I'm talking about the Crybaby Bridge. If you were to ask 100 different people, you might get 100 different locations or stories on the bridge itself. There's a crybaby bridge in many U.S. states, all with similar origin stories. Most people have heard this story. A long time ago, a mother was walking across a bridge with her baby in her arms. She trips and her baby goes flying over the rail, falling into the water below, never to be seen again. Other stories include the mother throwing her baby over the edge and later hanging herself from the very same bridge over the guilt that she feels. Whichever story is true, if it even is true, the outcome is always the same. Thousands of people over the last few decades have ventured out to their own local crybaby bridge to see if they can see or experience something paranormal. One of the stories that I've heard the most is that if you stop on the bridge, turn your car completely off and just sit in the silence after a few minutes you'll hear the cry of the baby or the mother or both some people have even said that ghostly handprints will appear on the windows others have reported hearing splashing in the, in the water below but won't be able to find what's actually causing the sound another bridge that's not considered a crybaby bridge, but it's just creepy enough to be discussed here. The Screaming Bridge of Maud Hughes Road, located in Liberty Township of Ohio. 
There have been reports of many accidents and suicides on or around the bridge. The bridge is 25 feet above railroad tracks. While the exact number is not known, there have been reports of at least 36 people found dead on or near the bridge. One story is of a young woman being chased by an unknown attacker. She doesn't know the area that she's in when she arrives to the bridge and she jumped over the railing thinking that a river was flowing silently beneath her. Instead, she jumped 25 feet to her death, landing on the train tracks below. Another story as a man and his wife were out driving one night. Their car stalled on the bridge and the man got out to try and flag down some help. When he returned to the car, his wife was nowhere to be seen. Shortly later, he found her hanging by a rope from the bridge with no explanation as to how she got there. Later, the man died of unexplained reasons. Many people have reported hearing a ghostly conversation between a man and a woman, then suddenly a woman screams and it's silent again. There have been many different paranormal and unexplained sightings at the screaming bridge of Maud Hughes Road. Ghostly figures, mists and light, a phantom train that I can't seem to find any information on, and even black hooded figures have been seen. Is there some kind of cult activity going on around the bridge? If anyone has ventured to this bridge in the middle of the night and have experienced anything creepy or paranormal, please reach out to me so we can share your story. Okay, everyone. I know I said at the beginning of this episode that there was only going to be two stories today. But after recording, I just felt that the episode was too short to upload, so I'm including a bonus story for you. Something not many people may know is that Ohio is in the top 10 states in the U.S. for UFO sightings. Going back decades, there have been thousands of UFO sightings in Ohio alone. After going through quite a few stories, this is one that I found to be pretty interesting. I found this story on a website for people to tell their stories and discuss with other members what they have witnessed. This particular story takes place in the winter of 2007 in North Canton, Ohio, and I will be recording from the perspective of the person who witnessed this strange event. Now this wasn't an actual UFO sighting. There were no lights but the story is still strange. I got home a bit late that night, about 10 or 11 p.m., and I let the dog out. The dog immediately ran away. My sister and I got into the car to go find him. The place we lived at the time was a quiet suburb neighborhood mostly populated by older wealthy retirees. We rarely saw anyone outside during the daytime, let alone at night. Since it was so late, most of the houses were dark, as everyone was already in bed. We didn't find the dog on our street, so we drove up a block to the next street, which is part of the same allotment. As we pull up to the street, we see the strangest thing we have ever experienced. The neighbors from several houses on that street were all outside in their pajamas and bathrobes. A dazed, zombie-like look on their face 
all wandering around aimlessly as if in a trance. They were in their yards and in the street. All of their faces looked blank. They walked slow and kind of awkwardly. I stopped the car in the middle of the road and we just watched, totally confused and creeped out about what was happening. I watched one woman in a long bathrobe slowly walking across her lawn directly into the tall shrubs as if she didn't even notice them. The light from the car's headlights seemed to attract their attention to some degree, and some of them turned toward the car and started very slowly walking towards us. One man was in the lawn of the nearest house, turned towards our car. He was wearing only boxers and an open pajama shirt and started awkwardly walking towards me. He got almost close enough to touch the car before I panicked and drove away. I'll never forget the look on his face. It was so strange, like he was in a trance, not fully awake, seemed to be somewhat in pain, lumbering like a zombie barefoot in the road. My sister and I have regularly wondered about that night and what was happening that caused this bizarre scene. And today it occurred to me, maybe it was a mass abduction event. Like maybe they were all abducted at once, then dropped back off around their homes outside and left to eventually come to and get themselves back inside. Nothing ever happened like that again there that I know of, and none of those neighbors seemed to remember the event. Or if they did, they certainly never spoke a word about it. That was a pretty crazy story. I honestly don't know what I would do if that was me in that situation. I myself have never personally seen a UFO, but if any of you have had any kind of sightings or experiences like that, I would love to hear about them and share them on the podcast if you would like to share. Well, that is it for the very first episode of Ohio Unsolved. I want to thank anyone who listened and enjoyed this podcast. I do realize that this episode is kind of on the short side, but this is my very first time attempting something like this, so as time goes on, I can only get better. To everyone who has supported me during this time, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you. Without your support and encouragement to actually do this, I never would have gotten this done. I also want to thank Dave for the creepy background music you hear behind the stories, and Bobby for the awesome intro and outro music. Everyone who shared the Facebook group to hundreds of their friends, you know who you are, and thank you. As of the writing of this script, the Facebook group is at 270 people. Please, if you like what you hear and want more, come join us on Facebook. Thanks again, everyone, for checking out my podcast. We'll be back next Friday with a brand new episode. Don't forget to lock your doors and windows and stay ready for Ohio Unsolved.